Welcome to It's a Very Merry DIY Christmas Santa Proof, where we thought that because of the pandemic, you're pretty much not going to have an outgoing Christmas, but you can still have an extravagant DIY do-it-yourself Christmas. Hence, these expert elves. These expert elves who we introduce you to, who help you have that DIY Christmas. Just small little things that you can do yourself with the family and things become comfortable and extravagant. I'm very pleased to welcome onto the show Rukmini Ray Kadam. She's uh, from True Matter and really, I think, one of the finest people in home decor and design today. Hi, great to see you and greetings of the season. How are you doing? Hi, hi, Rishiki. It's such an honor to be here. And um, I'm like grinning teeth to teeth and cheek to cheek because I've been hearing you for so long and uh, this is such an honor. You're really the, the DIY queen of home decor and design, <laughs> if you'll permit me to call you that. You do the really simple stuff. You tell people to do stuff that installs warmth and comfort in their lives. For example, let's start with your latest in the DIY section. For those of you who want to actually delve into this, truematter.in, Rukmini's got an entire section called the DIY section. And that's what we're going to talk about predominantly today. And also, uh, you know, get in all the Christmassy stuff. So your DIY fisherman's net lanterns. How cool is that? <laughs> I know you can't physically show us, you know, uh, yeah. do the thread. You are going to do a video on uh, decorating the Christmas tree. Yes, but yes. if you could just explain to us how to do that DIY fisherman's net lantern. So it's basically, you know, a basic knot. You can use jute or you can use like a, any kind of twine or rope and just basic knots arranged in, I think, in a symmetry. And that's how you do it. It's super, super easy and super simple. I wish I could show you, but it's just basic knot. Knotting two ropes into a knot as simple as that. Like, I don't know how else to explain it. Around a glass um, bottle with, with a jute rope, preferably. Yeah, yeah with a jute, because I think the whole coastal, you know, the whole beach cottage coastal vibe comes when you use jute or natural elements and materials. So I prefer doing it on probably a blue bottle or a old vintage bottle for that extra, you know, kick of beach cottage vintage but you can also do it in like a plastic bottle if you want to reuse something and you know turn it into like a planter or something it also looks great on plastic bottles as well Lovely. Lovely. This is a dream for all of us, Rukmini, who don't know what to do with our old pajamas. I mean, we hang loose in them <laughs> till they're old and faded. And after that, what? And you're going to tell us your special DIY take on our old PJs. Ah, This is my favorite topic to talk about because I live in PJs. And I love those PJs. I never want to throw them away. So yeah, cut them up and sew them a little bit. And I'm terrible at sewing things. So I use fabric glue all the time. So people who are not very good at sewing, I think this is like a lifesaver for them. And yeah, they make um, great bhaji pads. Yeah, like I love them. <laughs> It's Lovely. just basically cutting them up and sewing them, as simple as that. Now, Rukmini, you call this hashtag, leave it better than you found it. Part of that are DIY soap making recipes at home and DIY homemade hand wash soap to refill empty bottles. I mean, much needed in the pandemic. Correct. So let's have a bit of that, please. Yeah, sure. So um, I think I needed a good lavender soap and I was not getting the right kind of lavender soap because, um, you know, I'm very particular about the soaps in general. So I ordered some, you know, soap uh, sets from Amazon. And you can just simply microwave them, add your own essential oils and all the good stuff. You want lavender buds in it as well. And um, then let them cure for like uh, 
two to three hours in a box of your choice or a mold of your choice. And there you have it. Great soaps in a flavor that you want at your disposal, mine in half the cost. Lovely. And if you were to do DIY homemade hand wash soap to refill empty bottles, how, how does one go about that? So basically you microwave it. That's, a, that's step one. And then you add um, olive oil or coconut oil to it. So it gives you a little bit of moisturizing effect as well as it cleans your hand. And you simply bottle it with a few drops of essential oil. And yeah, that's it. Three-step nice. hand wash. Now, you know, one is to leave hazardous waste just lying around. The other is for people who have that waste to actually recycle it and make it into something really pretty. And what you do very effectively, Rukmini, is that you take a plastic bottle and you make it into a pretty planter. You want to tell us how to do that? The DIY recipe for that, please. Sure. This is also a Pinterest favorite, I think. Like thousands of saves on that. Basically, you just cut a portion of the bottle. You spray paint it from the outside and uh, make a few holes for the water to drain out and uh, fill it up with garden soil or potting soil. And you can go grow your um, own uh, microgreens or plants and flowers and looks pretty awesome. I love that even though we don't really have a winter in Mumbai, you help your followers create a DIY fireplace with storage. And it looks really, really lovely. So pray tell all, please. <laughs> So, you know, I grew up in the hills of Darjeeling and I grew up in a home with a fireplace and I have that thing for fireplaces, but of course it's Bombay, it will be toasted brown. So now what I did is I used up my TV table, you know, to turn it into a fireplace. So what I did is I cut up the section in between and made place for a four, uh, fireplace and did storage on either side uh, vertically other than making it horizontally. So you can store stuff, uh, whatever you store in the TV table and uh, there you go, there's a little fireplace place in that. Lovely. I love the fact that this is Christmas and you started planning for it weeks in advance. <laughs> Uh, so it's only appropriate that we come to the DIY stuff for, stuff for Christmas. How to make wreaths to hang in your house this Christmas, Rukmini? So what I use is grapevine wreaths that you can get very easily from Amazon. A lot of people actually sell it. So that's the base of it. And then what you do is you either wound a garland to make it look a little bit voluminous and add bits and bobs on it. Or you can keep it very rustic or just like hang a couple of faux plants or ferns, which is very Scandinavian rustic and, you know, you can go about it. So there are a couple of ways to do it. But the base would be grapevine wreath that you can easily get on Amazon. Lovely. And sprucing up our socks in time for Santa. <laughs> I see some lovely pictures on Instagram of you, you know, having hung them out. So talk to us about that, please. <laughs> okay, seriously, I'm, you know, as you speak, I'm figuring out how much do I do with these things that I'm going to throw away eventually. So there's this cushion which was knitted and my cat had sort of eaten up one side of it and scratched it up. So I cut it off and I, again, fabric glue, my savior. I practically traced out a sock pattern. And I put it on it and I joined two pieces of that knitted fabric into a sock pattern and put a little plaid on it. And uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> the cats get those socks because they killed the cushion. Well, you live, you learn. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love how you've created a farmhouse kind of vibe, even in a small Mumbai flat that all of us live in. And we can do that this DIY Christmas, right? So Absolutely. talk about that. Absolutely. Um, I think that whole barn house doors and beautiful wreaths. Um, I mean, when we sort of see it on country living or Instagram, especially Instagram and all the blog land and we are like, okay, you know, we live in a apartment in Bombay or Delhi and we'll not be able to do it. But what we don't realize is when you step inside the house, it can be a different world altogether. So little things, you know, little bits and bobs you can add. Like, for example, you can switch your wall art with uh, vintage ones you can hang wreath on the walls you can also uh, you know switch um, plain plastic ornaments for uh, mercury glass ornaments in the tree that you again get in amazon or indian shelf or any of that and um, yeah keep it really simple cool and comfortable with probably hand woven fabric and knitted wool and stuff Edible decor is what you love, <laughs> not just this DIY Christmas, but every DIY Christmas, uh, even if it's fresh fruit or dried oranges. So talk to me about how that can really add value to our homes. Um, okay, so you know, when you dry oranges, I think the best thing that happens is the smell that comes from the oven. It smells heaven. So that's, that's one thing that I really like about drying oranges. And I think drying oranges and decorating the trees is a very, um, you know, great take on the fact that you don't have to literally buy things in order to make your tree look pretty. Just simple things at dried oranges can make it look equally pretty. And, you know, once it's over, you can rehydrate, rehydrate them and use it in teas. You can uh, put them in a potpourri with some cinnamon and they smell very nice. So, yeah, it's pretty recyclable as well. Nice. Tell us how to make some nice dreamy Christmas candles, please, Rukmini. So, you know, I generally sort of use old tins and say, for example, I've bought a candle and it's over and glass bottle is just there. So I um, put in some, again, you know, melt some soy wax on the gas and you can add your, you know, preferable scents. I like sweet orange and rosemary to go together, which smells really, really festive. You can also add cinnamon um, and then put a wick and dry it for three hours and yeah, voila, la, la, la. Lovely. <laughs> voila. <laughs> I'm fascinated that you use simple Indian dusters, you know, literally, literally the pochaga kapra that you get from your grocery stores and you do amazing stuff with it, you know, cushion covers, runners and also using plaid, which is really the done thing in Christmas, isn't it? Tell us about that, what one can do with Indian dusters as well as plaid. So, you know, the whole idea of Indian dusters came from the French, you know, the whole province inspired French linen. Hmm. Um, and it's all the rage in the farmhouse decor and blog land. And I tried to find a few myself and I figured out that we'll not be able to find this in India, the particular fabric. But surprisingly, uh, a market visit sort of told me that, oh, the pochas can very well mimic the look of a, you know, French um, linen. So I got them sold from my dealer and it looks so good that year after year I've been using them and they never ever go like, you know, they never die on me. The colors never fade. I mean, pochas are made really well, I think. So now I have quite a few pocha cushions in my home and they are pretty fantastic. 
I want to talk about apartment gardening. I mean, it's it's a very important aspect of what you do, Rukmini, as well as what uh, you're trying to achieve at True Matter. You know, uh, the world over during the pandemic, we realized that uh, it it just helps to have the right atmosphere at home, isn't it? Yeah. And what better way to do it than with plants? So I'd like like you to give us just simple tips. You know, how to decorate with pothos or money plants, the house plants that you normally use, and you know how to grow some healthy succulents. Also, you know something which is so beautiful and underestimated, which is growing bougainvillea in a flower pot or a container. I mean, this is stuff that you've done on a regular ba- basis, and I, I also see on your site that you've regrown bok choy from its stock, and oh, yeah. you, know, you also grow garlic chives at home. So let's do a, a full section on apartment gardening because it really helped everybody who's listening to it and who lives in in our small apartments in Mumbai city. So I think this year more than ever people have sort of turned to gardening and I mean rightly so because it sort of gives you that kind of peace to be amongst green when you can't step out and cook up. Um I also think uh, apartment gardening is very simple if you have a slice of place which gets like you know 2 to 3 hours of sunlight you can uh, grow a lot of vegetables and a lot of vegetables also grow from its own roots for example celery you can regrow bok choy you can regrow so you just cut the top put the base in a bowl full of water and uh, wait for it to root and then you can plant it back into garden soil and you have batch 2 of celery or bok choy right from the same stock and you can buy it from the supermarket as well um as for growing i grow basil tomatoes some oranges and of course uh, the tomatoes and oranges are yet to see the light of the day um uh, regards to fruiting but the plants are um, all grown from vegetables that i had at home and the saved and uh, dried a uh, pretty um, easy you know so the ratio that we use and generally which works for me is one part compost one part garden soil and one part of a very good nutritious soil like for example uh, you could do like a black soil or if it's a succulent that you're using you can use sand so that one part depends on the kind of plants that you're putting again i'm not very good at plants i'm not like a plant doctor but this has always worked for me and um, yeah pretty easy to grow stuff and i think a 9 inch planter is good for pretty much any plant to grow and fruit in What about garlic chives? <laughs> ah, that's so easy to grow. Like you literally just place a garlic in soil, wait for like ten to twelve days for little heads to come in, and then you have chives over and over again. And same with onions. Like spring onions grow exactly the same way. Find an onion that has a little bit of a rooting hair, rooting thing below, and uh, put it um, in soil, and you have spring onions forever. The money plant just growing. and creeping around the house gives yeah. such a wonderful comfortable feeling is it isn't it i mean people there's Absolutely. also a, a superstition saying that if it grows it'll make you money <laughs> <laughs> i meant to see that happen in my life but i'm just saying <laughs> so you know cactus money plant bougainvilleas these these are again things that you highly recommend don't you for yes. uh, apartment gardening absolutely pothos or money plant for example grows pretty much in any kind of lighting situation so you know even if your home has like very little sunlight or probably don't get much light you can still grow pothos and you can grow them in soil you can grow them in water like you remember the how the old rum bottles were used for growing money plants over and over through ages i love that and bougainvillea again you know you need to have a little bit more sunlight otherwise the flowering will not be there bougainvillea needs a lot of sunlight so i typically grow them during the summers like now it's not very red or beautiful or anything 
as for pothos i don't know if they make you money but they surely make you <laughs> feel very good at home and they creep and i think they're the most you know cost effective way to add dreaminess in your home and yeah they just they are so dreamy they creep around and you know sashays and the wind when you put the fan on they're just lovely i'd like to come to the kitchen now that we've done so much about you know the living area and you know other essentials of of the living and uh, you know growing a lot of people who have spent excessive amounts of time in the kitchen one of the biggest skill sets that people have picked up during the lockdown for example has been cooking if you could give us some space saving hacks for an organized and beautiful kitchen it will really stand us in good stead through the christmas and new year season because a lot of people are going to be getting in there during this diy christmas santa approved uh, to to make their own christmasy dishes correct you know i stay on rent it's a rental kitchen so there are not much uh, modifications i can do to the kitchen permanent modifications is what i mean so i think vertical storage is something i would highly recommend because vertical storage is where you can stack things up so there are a couple of things that i figured out over the years which works really well in a rental kitchen and even in any kitchen for that matter is buy utensils that stack you know one on top of the other for yeah. example bowls or pans and pots and pans so you know if you can stack you can save a lot of space then you can also uh, create more space at the kitchen counter you can probably have like a vertical storage section that i have in my kitchen as well i just put a box like i made a box that measures exactly uh, the same length and breadth as the other side of my kitchen counter and added some cup hooks and that becomes like a completely tea and coffee section in my home and the ovens and the microwave come on top of it so vertical storage is something that i highly use myself and also recommend in indian kitchens because indian kitchens are again very functional most of the time it's not a place that people have uh, you know breakfast or morning coffee but these little things i think add a lot more value and you like to totter in the kitchen you know seeing the cups hanging and your favorite things here and there so yeah vertical storage and stackable stuff are great I love the fact that you know even though one can't go to a Parisian cafe and sit outside or even go to Bandra Kulla lots of times when you want in this kind of a scenario and sit outside on the pavements and sidewalks and eat and have a beverage you actually have done this whole DIY routine of creating the magic of alfresco dining in our apartment balcony small as it may be you can still still you know sit out and and have a cup of coffee <laughs> you know with Absolutely. your loved one or alone Absolutely. In fact, you know, my husband and I were discussing the other day that during this lockdown, that balcony saved us. Be that was like a slice of outdoor, and you know, without stepping out of the house. I think it's really, really important that everyone, you know, has that space where you can go and rejuvenate a little bit every day. Because if you can't see outside, you feel very cooped up. So yeah, I did nothing really. I just um, added one of my old dining tables um, in our master bedroom bedroom balcony. and i had a jula so i put one jula on the one side and two chairs extra you know mismatched chairs and somehow they all look very nice when put together so um, yeah and my cats kind of love the jula so that we never get but other than that yeah i think that really saved us during the lockdown mm. and yeah i have a little bit of a lighting situation as well in the balcony <laughs> and and lights is something you're big on you you believe that you, you know don't. you create you create these the right lighting uh, lanterns lamps you know yes. all kinds of diy stuff so let, let, talk a little bit about that you know the right kind of lighting that you can do in, yes. in very simple ways yeah you know you can easily switch up the entire ambience of your home by just changing the lights like a lot of us have you know these uh, tube lights at home which is like Correct. a single source of light and which is very static it's it's a very static light you can read of course you can read and you know all kind of things but 
it's very static so what i've done in my home is i don't have any single source of light at all i have little puddles of light in every corner to create that mood so um you know when you switch on all the lights you have all the lights you want but then when you want like a little mellow light you can switch off a few lights and then you have that perfect ambiance to see a movie and you know have like a friday night popcorn and beer sesh so yeah i think lights i'm huge on lights and lights do make a lot of difference even in the balcony i think i have one jute light that hangs directly on top of the table and i use the diwali lights or fairy lights as we call them all around the balcony and i keep them on all through the year so it makes me feel very festive even if it's not <laughs> that's a lovely there you have it i mean rukmini ray kadam please follow her on instagram true matter i do true matter.in is where her exquisite writing i mean she has a way with words comes Thank forth you. Uh, you must go check that out um, any other social media handles are you also on facebook uh, i am on facebook uh, i'm also on pinterest so if you're like a pinterest true matter everywhere right yeah, yeah. it's just that Just a bit about yourself. How did you get into home decor and design, Rukmini? I mean, have you are you studied? Are you are you self-taught? Let's talk about that. So basically, I'm self-taught. When I came to Bombay, I was working a corporate job, nine to five. Came home, I used to come home and you know feel not very good about the home I used to live in. So I started doing bits and bobs, and um, I think I found my footing and somehow really liked doing this home decor thing. And a couple of years back, I kind of quit my job to do this full time. and life's been good since then wonderful more power to you i'm going to end this with you know just some really functional things to do around the house all of us have message boards uh, yes. you know uh, mood boards i'd like to, i'm i'm not proud to say this at all but mine is very very messy and you believe that you know a diy message board can also double up as a plant hanger an office board a mood board and more so absolutely talk to me Absolutely. about that <laughs> um you need just a frame any frame a wooden frame and a length of mesh and you sandwich it in between two similar size frames and you can do the lot you can hang your old postcards you can hang your letters you can probably hang uh, you know small planters and succulents and uh, even organizers for that matter and keep your pens and pencils so yeah it really double duties and triple duties um, if you see it that way yeah a message board is like a declutterer on the wall and a few ways to turn your bathroom into the ultimate home <laughs> spa this is so lovely just the thought of it is so lovely <laughs> not a very very practical decision i have to agree and i was told not to do this but you know the heart wants what it wants and um, i really wanted a tub so i custom made a tub and it's completely you can dismantle it and take it with you wherever you go because i stay in a rental i couldn't do the you know couldn't do like a permanent bath uh, tub so you know and i love it i love to you know soak in it i kind of uh, yeah i love it okay <laughs> it's just stop there but you can do it you can make a custom bathtub and turn your regular small bathroom into like a home spa kind of a thing and um, doesn't cost much either by my ass so you're big on tea because i see wonderful teapots and a teapot that says come out for the christmas season <laughs> <laughs> from the bed yes from the depths of the bed yes so the teapot and how to just add casual comfort to our homes i mean all of us would like that isn't it i mean after a tough day outside whatever it is this is the place that you come to which should just soothe your senses so that right. pretty much can should be our sign off one how to add casual comfort to your home and and rukmini's teapot <laughs> <laughs> You know I really think that you should surround yourself with things you love. That's point one. Like if you if you're a if you're big on sports maybe you can just have a few football lying around for all I care. 
and yeah if it was my my house i would add them in white you are choose to you are free to choose your color yeah i think also you know linen like the kind of uh, fabric we use around the house makes a lot of difference i use a lot of cotton and knitted stuff so you know you can just curl your paws feet inside <laughs> that's a, that's a cat lover ah, yeah that's a cat, yeah right there okay so you know you can you like i like to curl up in my sofa and with a good book and tea of course my tea pot and same in uh, i have like a day bed in my uh, living room because again i like to curl up and i like to have that space where i you know can just like be all ara tera so i think fabric really matters a lot i think linen cotton and wool are three things that very very natural it's not uh, synthetic so uh, it also has like an effect on you when you're around it and um, i also like a lot of throws you'll see a lot of throws here and there in my home so in my chair there's a throw so you can take i take put my foot in when i like little cold or something um and cushions yes cushions are something that are everywhere and uh, i have been asked many many times what do you do with so many cushions and where do you sit on the bed if the cushions take 3/4 of the place but i tell you when you just sit on that bed and surround yourself with all those cushions you're cocooned into comfort <laughs> so i think uh, yeah these are the things which um, are very instant um, comfort lending to your home yeah rukmini rekadam thank you so much for being our expert thank you elf. so much for having us this was so much fun thank you for uh, giving us a very merry diy christmas santa approved and uh, i hope uh, uh, and wish and pray for good health for your family and you cheers and to you yeah have a very good holiday season